Welcome to the Spice Cast. I'm Ben Job, your host for tonight. We got the dozens, a, a treat from all over Alabama, right? You're just like a generally Alabamian band. Yes. Uh, Decatur to Birmingham, I believe. Stretched out. <laughs> yes. Well, that's good because you can, you know, scout out everything. You, you miss no parts, I guess. Yeah, we've got it all covered. Some, Did y'all... Of, some of us spread down to, to Pensacola, though. <laughs> Occasionally. Uh-oh. So just a tinge of like the Florida <laughs> flavor getting in there. Sometimes the band just breaks off from the other band and goes down there, you know. Uh, like an like an amoeba just kind of yeah. grows. <laughs> well, thanks for coming in, guys. Thanks for recording some live tracks. We're at Spice Rack Studios right now. This isn't a uh, expedition trip. It's just a at home for. I guess this will be releasing around Thanksgiving. So I guess Merry Thanksgiving or whatever you say during Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's but, what we say. Yeah, Merry yeah, Merry Thanksgiving Mary, and a Mary happy new Pilgrim happy, Day. Happy, happy trip to Happy pain. turkey. Happy football. That's right. <laughs> so you guys want to introduce yourself? I find it sometimes it's easier. You guys, how about left to right in radio space? So, right here, who we got over All here? All right, I'm uh, Danny Hopter. I play keyboards. Uh, Stephen Butler. I'm the drummer. Shelly Butler. I sing. Travis Posey, guitarist. Brent Irvin, bass player. Very cool. I like how Travis gave the dramatic pause. And, Yes. Yeah. He's, he's pretty dramatic. <laughs> so, did you guys? How did this band get formed? Did you guys uh, know each other from a long time back? What happened? Well, uh, they're all looking one way. <laughs> it's pretty complicated. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Do we have to draw a diagram? Well, no, well, me and people that don't know me, Shelley are married. Been married a long, 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 long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've Thanks. had. Uh, <laughs> we've had. We've we've done projects before that either didn't get out of the garage or just kind of plateaued and wasn't going anywhere so mm-hmm. uh we wanted to put together something we wanted a big band first of all we've actually got another guitar player chip dues who couldn't make it tonight he's from birmingham uh was really influenced by Owen brothers and black crows and wilco and all these other really big six, mm-hmm. six member bands so that's what we shot for so i guess uh well it started out really we were constantly making this running list of songs we thought it would be fun to play uh-huh he and i were in a project before he played drums and i played bass in that band and it was like what would be fun to be the rhythm section on and so we had that constant running list and then it started becoming more and more of a reality well who would we want to play with and so we started right. getting a list of people <laughs> we wanted to play with and yeah and luckily uh, luckily enough you know once people hear shelly sing they're they're in you know so we just kind of cherry picked who we want wanted very and, cool uh, yeah, Chip, we'd actually met Chip several years ago. We were playing with the other band with kind of outlaw country, alt country mm-hmm. thing. And, and Chip was in the same kind of band. And we were, we were playing an event together and met Chip and just really hit it off. And, you know, when they played their set and he was up there with a, you know, playing country music in a tie-dyed Allen Brothers shirt, uh-huh. playing these really funky rhythm licks, right. under, you know, like wailing and stuff. So, you know, we wanted Chip. And then... Travis, Travis lives like five miles from us and is the same age, and we'd never played together, but we'd always kind of run in the same circles, but uh-huh. never ran into each other. So we went to hear. So you literally had a list. You just yeah, were like, yeah. we're, we're going to find yeah, the we best. Went to of hear the best. Tra- <laughs> we went to hear Travis play in Jacksonville one night at Brothers Bar, and then Dan and Brent were playing, and a good friend of mine was playing drums. And we left that night, and I thought, well, if I could just kick my buddy out of the band and take them, that's the band I want, you know. And that's kind of we must eliminate. That's kind of what happened, yeah. And uh, 
Well, did y'all always know you were going for this kind of soul, kind of uh, southern rock kind of style? Or did, did that just appear out of the, the makeup of the band or what? Well, a lot of it, all of that soul music was in that original list uh-huh. of songs that would be fun to play. It was a lot of, a lot of like Stax records and uh-huh. yeah. Delaney and Bonnie, yeah. uh, Joe Cocker. Things like that. So yeah. I think we had a, an idea. We all knew we liked it. You know, we presented that list to these guys and they were like, oh, this is a great list. So, uh-huh. and then what comes out of us just happens but yeah i think we're all kind of based in the same thing and that's how it happens so y'all are starting with this have a heart song which is a pretty like classical sounding soul kind of which i love i really like it and uh driven with the organ and all that stuff did it did y'all uh is this y'all this is y'all's creation shelly and well no is it Uh, brent actually wrote that song the chord progression and then you know we kind of took it and did our thing and shelly added lyrics to it very cool. So it was definitely like a group effort building up. Yeah. That's how we it write started, it. All. It started with Brent. Most of our songs are like that. Yeah, it kind somebody... of starts with one person kind of with the idea. And then uh, a lot of times the lyrics are there and sometimes they're mm-hmm. not. And she'll add them or, or whoever. Yeah, there's been a few that Travis brings in finished and we just kind of twist it. But yeah, most times somebody brings in a chord progression or something and it goes from there. Very cool. I'll give you the quick behind the music. <laughs> of, of where that chord progression came from because I've, I've carried it with me for at this point probably 15 years and when you're a musician guitar player especially and you walk into a music store you pull a guitar off the rack and mm-hmm. you've got your go-to things that you play right the licks see that you, start with a head yeah, yeah you're, you're, <laughs> no. you're, you're, your stock things that you you test on every guitar mm-hmm. just to see how's this one sound compared to you know all the others that you played so that was something that I came up with probably around 19, excuse me, let me not date myself, 2003 or four. And so I just used that for every, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it's something that I just, and it's a chord shape you just move around the neck. I was like this, for some reason, I just, just like it, you know, right. it's something that I just, and I was like, someday I'd like to have. Do you know how long you've been playing that song? <laughs> yeah. It was for, 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 all for years, years and years. Huh? But it's not the song. It's just that, that chord progression. Right. Yeah. So I, a little I, bit. I was like, I just, I just thought in the back of my head, someday I'd like to have an outlet or just, I need to write words to it or finish it. Right. And so with this band, it finally, you know, it, it finally developed into what, what it is now. And, you know, I, I, I think it turned out fantastic. Very cool. Well, let's hear it. This will be The Dozens with uh, Have a Heart.
All right, we're back. That was the dozens with Have a Heart. So uh, your next, so uh, let me get it straight on this last track actually. So you you already had the band like fully formulated. So everybody had a little hand in that one, I guess. Oh yeah. 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 yeah everyone has input, and it's it's you yeah. know we we played so many. We were actually a cover band for several years before mm-hmm. we finally had enough of it and decided you know let's let's do something that that has our our stamp on it yeah has our influences has what we have always you know always listened to let's see what we can you know what we can put together yeah there's a lot of guys that make a good living doing that but you know after 10 years or something and and it's just something special about having your own having people really connect to your own kind of uh say on uh, the genre and the whole the whole music thing so were you, so you all were all into like this kind of soul music does anybody uh into a different time, type of music, or was everybody pretty on board for this? <laughs> oh, we're all in different types yeah. of everything. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just that's kind of the, there, uh, there's no the common domi- really. denominator, I guess, you know. Yeah, yeah. That, that is our common denominator because I, I can kind of go all over the place, and mm-hmm. I know Chip gets pretty far out with some of the things he likes, too. And But I, common denominator, yeah, that's the best thing. And what Brent was talking about, like the way we put songs together, it just feels like alchemy because you might bring in one thing, and then it just completely turns into something completely different, but so much mm-hmm. better than you could have done on your own. And that's my favorite thing about writing songs with these guys, because I get bored with my own point of view. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really nice to have all of that input and just see what happens. Well, very cool. Yeah, the, and, and going back to going from covers to regionals, actually, the weekend that happened, I, I can tell you exactly what happened. We played the Rocket City Brew Fest in twenty. 20- 12 mm-hmm. played a friday night and it went great we killed it everybody loved it saturday me and travis and dan was playing with another band and we got rained out so we was out there in the rain with all our gear soaking wet <laughs> shelly was at home and got sick i think brent played a gig that saturday night and then sunday night we were playing a gig at zydeco in birmingham mm-hmm. it was supposed to be like a showcase it was us and another band and i think there were two pan customers and wow. we were all we were all dead of the world, tired. Shelly was sick, couldn't sing. And we got up there and did about ninety minutes, and it was great. I mean, it was absolutely killing. And Just everybody put got the, off stage. The little bit of energy you yeah, had left yeah. into it. And everybody got off stage, and and everybody came up to me like one by one and said, "Hey, we need to be we need to be doing originals. This band's got something. We have a definite sound that we've moved into. Right. We need to take advantage of it." But just. That was a weekend. Everybody just kind of did you. Were there any certain songs that you guys played together that kind of put your own spin on it that made you think that? Oh, everything. Every cover we do, we just kind of wing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's never exactly right. But it's, yeah, but, <laughs> you made yeah. it your own. Right? Yeah. yeah, well, we, yeah. we always stayed away from the obvious Leonard Skinner, Wagon Wheel, Brown Eyed Girl, right. that kind of stuff. When we started digging into deep, Derek and the Dominoes cuts, mm-hmm. Rolling Stones cuts that. Nobody else, does. nobody else does. <laughs> yeah, you know, musicians loved us. Oh right, yeah. yeah, because they knew those tracks. Yeah, but if you requested Wagon Wheel, we probably talk bad about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the bands I played in. Every time we got a, uh, I can't remember if it was, if it was Wagon Wheel or uh, Freebird, we'd play Duran Duran. Awesome. Every, I saw him about. Or, or we play the Rick Astley song and just, <laughs> just, well done. just try and keep, yeah. try and keep it moving, you know, keep people, keep on their toes. So you got a, why are you surprised? It's the next track. You all want to like introduce that to the listeners who hadn't heard it before. This will be the CD version too, right? Yes, the recorded version. That was one that um, I had written the lyrics to and brought to these guys, and they just made it sort of the 
the creepy kind of a... Yeah, and actually, the, good the, they, they made the, it creepy, but good uh, creepy. The version on the CD, actually, Jimmy Nutt, who yeah. produced and recorded our album at the Nut House in Sheffield, mm-hmm. he had a, the, it had a completely different feel, and he suggested the kind of swampy, yeah. slow it down a little bit, and that was Jimmy's, and he made the right call, and it, yeah. re, it really worked. It really changed the song. Yeah, yeah. He, he's the one that said, let's we, play the drums like this, and yeah. that's the... And we've been cool. playing it several times, you know, just kind of a different way, and, and it really changed the song. I mean, it sounded all right to begin with, but then after that, it really sounded yeah, it really a worked. lot better. Yeah. But I remember when the harmony part coming up, I come up with that, and I showed Chip the part like right before whatever the next gig was was playing, you know. Mm-hmm. And we added it right in, you know, it was, it was great. That's what the thing about this band is it just seems like we, we kind of write something and we kind of sit on it a while. Mm-hmm. And then it, it evolves into what it is, you know. That's that's the best direction for us to do. It, it seems like is just to kind of do it and then work on it. You know, don't don't try to do it too quickly. I guess right. Know? Don't try and crank it out. Let it kind of yeah. grow. Yeah, there, there's a lot of thought put into these songs. I mean, mm-hmm. we and with a band like that, like us, you've got six different personalities, six different perspectives, and there's a lot of a lot of input from each each member. But the the songs are almost focus grouped, mm-hmm. <laughs> for a lack of a better term, by us because we we are right. you know we're everybody in this band listens to a lot of music, a lot of different styles, a lot of different kinds of music, but we we all I think have a pretty good judgment of what sounds good mm-hmm. collectively. So once we are, are are putting these songs together, there is a there's a lot of trial and error, I and mean, I, I think that's that's pretty typical with most bands that you just you just work through until it gets to that point where it's like, all right, this feels good. Everybody kind of gets an agreement with it, and it's like, all right, and then that's when you start slowly kind of introducing it into your live show, mm-hmm. and then once you start playing it live, it gives changes it, again. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. the way people react to it and yeah, yeah and, then, and then you figure out what what works in a live setting mm-hmm. so there's there's a there's there's so much tweaking going on and you're just you're just you're just with, with us we're our own worst critics mm-hmm. with with these songs and then you know we we just you know try to craft them as, as you know in a way that we think they should sound and then you know, th- there's a lot of consideration put into every part, yes. every note, every chord. Sometimes we tweak too much, and sometimes we <laughs> tweak too little, and everybody mm-hmm. just kind of has to either pet people up or calm people down. Or right? Yeah, we, down. yeah, there's some hurt feelings sometimes, <laughs> but we balance each other. That's what I think. I, I give in, man. There's, <laughs> I don't have anything better to do. So. Well, that means you're passionate. If you're getting upset about it, that means you know sure. you care about it at least. And and that's partially what the audience is for. I feel like for a lot of people, it's like you never know. Like you may think it's great, and and your different crowds too. Like you're talking about how musicians feel about stuff, and how just the general public that may have never heard your stuff before, mm-hmm. it it all it all is good feedback, and there's always something to learn, I guess too. But it's, it's, it's always never heard this stuff before. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's always a learning process. I mean, mm-hmm. we've, we've all been, you know. Everybody in this band has been a musician for a long time, yeah. and I, I think I can speak for all of us when in, individually when I say that you learn something every single right. show, every time you play, every time you rehearse. There's something new that you're like, hey, you know, check that out, or you know, you, it's it's you're just always learning. And I think that goes for most musicians, you know, no matter 
us here at a local level or you're, mm-hmm. you know, oh yeah you know, up, up the chain i think if they're growing if they're getting better musicians then they're definitely that's definitely true too yeah so is there any one person that's considered the wild card that you like you Chip. always have Chip. That, yeah. Chip. he that's just throws it throws it into like Chip. jazz fusion or something yes. reggae but he's like a savant though i mean it'll be so left field and you're like but that's perfect i told uh steven the other day that sometimes i feel like Chip is my musical Renee Zellweger because he completes me. <laughs> if I, you know, there's sometimes I just have these ideas in my head that I can't get out. It just or, doesn't have that something. And he and Chip will have has it. the somethings. Yes. He has like a whole bucket of them, right? Yeah. It's, I mean, he just might bend one note somewhere <laughs> in the middle of the song. And you're like, oh, man. Yeah, it's usually oh, something, man. It's usually something it's simple. It's usually really, really small and yeah. it's just it. Yeah. And when, another thing talking about having the two guitar players, you know, we never wanted to have a a lead player and a rhythm player. We were right. two guys that could get after it, mm-hmm. right? And, and play the dual har- the harmony stuff and, and swap work back together. And forth and, yeah, you know they end up they're both good slide players, so it kind of best of both worlds. Yeah, and that's a that's an interesting uh, well, kind of dynamic you get with you get the two guitar players because they do have to like watch out for each other and you know cover for each other, support each other, and get out of each other's way when they solo and all that stuff. So yeah, that does we're take a lot alike, but we're a little, right. A lot different too they complement one another very cool very well well let's hear it'll be the dozens with uh why are you surprised it's been a long time and i like it that way
Thanks so much for doing that too. <laughs> hope you got some good shots. I hope I did. I, <laughs> I, I think they're pretty shots. I mean, I wonder. Try to use the ones that don't make us look stupid. You tell them how you and I <laughs> I specifically all these two right here in the middle. I deleted all the What we're talking about. Yeah, speak up, man. Dan's holding back. You can roll whenever. Dan, what's your Just like our text messages. Here we go. I'll practice with you. Dan, what's your social security number? I can't say that. What's your mother's maiden name? Call him by his other name, and then he'll tell us that one. What's the three digit code on your credit card? I want to tell a story about playing with Dan at Voodoo Lounge. Oh, no. I want to hear it. You are rolling, just so you know, but please tell it. I I don't tell that. (laughs) You remember that? Tell how me and Travis met on eBay. That's what. Yeah. Craigslist? We did. Yeah, it was eBay. Uh, eBay. Yeah. He had a, uh, did someone win a bid if it was on eBay? Then, like, he had no, a, I had a Leslie. He had a Leslie with uh, speaker for sale. I was playing guitar to the thing. I was playing a trio, and it wait, wait. You sold the Leslie, and you still have to carry it around now? Is that what I'm? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody else. Was uh, I, I just see the long story the, short. Yeah. yeah, I didn't buy his Leslie. Still he should have, man. Because yeah. I would. Yeah, it was a nice, great. It was a nice. <laughs> but you talked anyways, Pam? Yeah, yeah. Because I saw. Well, because you know I'm always trolling for Leslies, you know, in there, and I saw I was from Bluntsville. I said, man, I'm an A Rab. It's just you know right down the right. road. And, uh, Let me clarify, so, Blountsville, not Huntsville. Where yeah, we're currently taping this. Uh, yeah, Blountsville, okay. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I saw that he was from there, so I uh, sent him a message on there, you know, to ask the seller a question. I said, uh, I didn't think anybody around here knew what a Leslie was and everything. Because <laughs> we're a bunch of hillbillies. And well, no. That's, that's what you're trying to <laughs> say. No, yeah. But it is kind of a specialty type item, you know, and not a lot of people are familiar with them. And... Uh, so we got to talking back and forth, just messaging back and forth. Yeah, I sent you my number. Yeah. And we talked on the phone. Are you sure it wasn't Christmas? They've been together ever since. <laughs> then he invited, he invited me to play If he a likes gig, Leslie's, he might well, he must first, be awesome. That's right. right. Yeah. yeah, first you came to a gig. I was oh, yeah. Down, on the, down at Gunnersville. And you sat there the whole night. And yeah. And the next, I had a gig, and it was actually in Coleman for a private party. And, oh, I remember that. And Dan was like, oh, I ain't got nothing going on, man. I'll show up for free. And I was like, all right. So he showed up. And we ended up paying him anyway because it was right. so good. And that we, man, we played so much ever since and rode yeah. around. The, this is fascinating radio. Rode around all over the yeah. southeast together, man. Yeah, Atlanta. We no, the, traveled there together and down to Florida and uh, we, you know, the organ sound is like something that it's I old. cherish in so much. Like when I, when yeah. I hear any track and it's got that Hammond or. Yeah. Or any yeah, of those that, old organ sounds over, I'm just like, yes, well, I've got, yes, uh, please. I've got old school written all over me. <laughs> <laughs> I should have it tattooed on across my chest. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and the Hammond was high on mine and Shelley's list. 
and it's super hard to come. You're on eBay on looking for Leslie's and, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for hand players. It's, it's a know. visual thing to me, you know. I like to go to show and just to get mesmerized you know, by the yeah you know, the motion are, are bringing the keyboards and the the Nords and the little uh, digital simulators. But you know, it's 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 a different thing to go to show and see the real deal. There, there's it's, true. There's it, and it's different having a Leslie. Like the first gig we played with Dan, the Leslie was sitting right beside me, and you could feel the thing all night and yeah. it's just as long as the like, thing's yeah. been around it and even in the south it's amazing because you'll pull up the gig and people are like what's that piece what's of that picture? they think it's <laughs> oh, yeah. you know they're like right. what is that and then they hear it and they, they recognize what it is then right it's like oh yeah, well, yeah it hits them that deep I, too i bet because that's like yeah. that's in a lot of old i've music. heard that all yeah. my life but yeah. i've never physically seen it right you know because everybody's bringing in modelers and everything you know yeah and see and with with dan dan has has so much experience that he brings to us as a player mm-hmm. that there's not many people around that are because we're you know sort sort of younger yeah. than than he is, but there's not many people that our age that have that, that know how to <laughs> even even you know play it correctly. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah it takes very, a skill and a yeah, it's, experience. It's, it's a very very. So what he's saying was, I was there. <laughs> Back then. It's, it's like a, and now you're here. He's our Garth Hudson. Have you ever heard the story about Garth Hudson and the band? He had to tell his parents that he was giving the rest of the band music right. lessons uh, to, uh, <laughs> for his parents to let him be in the band. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but with with Dan, he he completes the sound of his band. I mean, mm-hmm. you, I mean, there's there's a lot of traditional, and I hate to say this, southern rock elements to the band. Also, lots of R and B, lots of blues, lots of. Uh, oh, sorry. That was our bugle. That was the Spice Radio bugle. For, for the listeners at home, we've just had an accident with the bugle. It was a horrible accident. <laughs> we will recover. Don't worry. I just put an enormous turquoise ring into a bugle. Shelly, are, are you okay? That's what a turquoise ring in a bugle sounds like. I never knew, but now I do. As if long you, as it didn't like slide in there, like. If you ever need to reproduce that sound, you know what. Now we know. Just, you know, we'll just add it to the sound bites library. But anyway, Dan is our gravy <laughs> He's delicious gravy. gravy he ties it all together <laughs> yeah well with the Hammond organ and the, and the uh, Leslie and all that it's there's so much voodoo involved with it too each one is its own beast and each oh, person yeah. has to know is like oh yeah that tube's loose that one tube that's always loose is loose there's all sorts of weird I've seen people play Hammonds and like it breaks down they have to call someone on the phone like it, it's broken we gotta and then, you know, the guy comes and does his, you know, shakes the leg. And he's like, there's there's so much, uh, I guess that's the beauty of having all that analog it systems is. in it. It's it's just a quality you really can't, you can't reproduce, I guess. Well, the design of them actually is flawed, and that's what makes them sound good. Uh, when, they, when they made it, when uh, Don Leslie made the first Leslie's, he's got, he picked some of the cheapest components he could find. Uh, uh-huh. The uh, treble driver in him was a... Uh, Jensen, uh, very very cheap driver, but there's it's got a phenolic diaphragm in it. There's nothing that sounds like that. Uh, I mean, now I use some aftermarkets in some of my Leslies, but my favorite is the original uh, Jensen driver in them, and and they just. But he he put that in there because it was the cheapest one he could find, <laughs> and it just happened but to be magic. magic. <laughs> yeah, and, you know. Uh, they break up just perfect, you know, at mm-hmm. certain volumes and their frequencies. They only they, they only operate from about 800 hertz. They're crossed over at 800 hertz and they only go up to like 3,000. And that's all the higher they'll go. But that's 
that's all the Hammond puts out. So. Well, that's that's the beauty of this kind of music yeah. is, you know, the instruments and the amps are, were inefficient for what was happening at the time. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what made it sound like exactly what we all know and love, you know. Right, right. And we're, we're trying to stick to that. Yeah, and know? all those little pieces are part of, uh, I guess, the soul and the the memory and, yeah. and all those people who are listening to those yeah. records and stuff yeah. it's 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 cool it kind of it just connects automatically across generations and time which is really neat and, and, you, and you still hear them on songs on the radio today current songs yeah they, yeah they still use them every genre too. yeah every genre. <laughs> yeah, yeah don't don't get us started on gear we're all a bunch of gear <laughs> we'll talk vintage gear yeah. for hours <laughs> yeah i think the uh just all the specifics and stuff I guess I feel like the the Hammond especially and some of the other stuff has has kind of moved into other genres too more lately just because it's got such a big respect I guess and those people are I guess fanning out with their with their music well that's cool well let's hear another one from y'all it'll be the dozens with Chase Me and uh, that one was recorded right here at Spice Rack Studios and let's just roll it
We're back with the dozens and Charlie Sheen's bugle. Ooh. With the <laughs> we'll do that thing on YouTube or whatever where they plug all these random celebrity names and everything, and yeah. then it'll just blow up or tag it. Yeah, That's yeah. The internet's such a lovely place, isn't it? <laughs> so y'all got one more for us. It's uh, gravity pushing. And it, y'all said that's the one everybody likes. <laughs> yeah, is. is that just like the no, we've crowd just gotten goes a lot of positive press uh-huh. about that too? Yeah, Matt Wake from uh, Ale dot com, uh, and we're oh yeah, you know, com- you know we're completely blown away. He he uh, nominated the song or actually ranked it as one of the top songs of 2015. Awesome, along with songs by you know the Alabama Shakes, Jason Isbell, yeah, Isbell, uh, yeah. and and so. And we had no idea that was going to happen, and we we saw the article along with everyone else. Uh-huh. It was just such a such a compliment, such a you know, su- such a such an honor, and uh, it's just one of the songs that that I think the song the track is great. We we spent a lot of time on it, but mm-hmm. it's it's all that song is all Shelly, and that's the first song this band ever wrote, um, and it basically started with just a, a chord yeah, progression. Yeah, Chip, Chip brought in a chord progression. Yep. And it just went from there. Yeah, like the verse and the the chorus, I guess. And Did that yeah, one the change a lot out. when you first after oh, yeah. you first oh, made man. it? Oh yeah. So that one's kind of like grown with you too, huh? Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. it was like this small little seed. And there's, a lot of chord, <laughs> there's a lot of chord Big changes tree. that happen. It, it's it's you know, it's it's I think it's it's just a, a good representation of of the way this band sounds. And, and the way Shelly sounds when she sings. Very cool. So did did you find a lot of your music um, changing for your album, or did you uh, did you learn a lot from from I guess from like hearing that stuff just in that setting? Or? Well, we partnered with Jimmy Nut from mm-hmm. uh, the Nut House in, in Muscle Shoals, Sheffield, technically. Uh, Jimmy was a uh, a uh, huge contributor to this to this project the cp um with with shaping the, the final arrangements and he also uh uh you know produced the, the uh the ep and uh with uh uh cody simmons who's his assistant mm-hmm. uh, you know engineering we could not have done rep without him i mean it just he, he just added so much to, to each track and each song and each part just and a good producer does that they give you just little pieces yeah in there just little to, bits of inspiration i guess that and just pieces of advice and just hey try this this you know tweak it this way mm-hmm. speed it up slow it down you know and so he he had, he had a huge part in shaping these songs yeah he gave us our biggest confidence boost i guess because we had we had met with a couple people about where we were going to record at mm-hmm. and we decided on jimmy and was like well would you produce it and he's like well send me some demos and we'll see if, if i like it i will so i sent him some really rough stuff we'd cut at the house just in the basement around one microphone right. proof and he said yeah I said i'm into it and you know that made everybody say hey we're yeah. on the right track yeah you know yeah. Really. yeah and i mean the songs were were fairly formed when we went into the studio mm-hmm. But it was like, like Brent was saying, that little extra something, you know, and, and definitely things like the drums on Why Are You Surprised? And you just, you just never knew. You need that f- fresh set of ears, especially when you've been sitting something right. with something that long. And, and as far as learning something through the recording process, I don't know about for anybody else, recording 
several years back for me was misery, and I hated it. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I was so self-conscious. But I realized this time around, I don't know if it's just, you know, having more time at it and maturity or whatever. But now, I really enjoyed being pushed. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like Jimmy really knows how to push you without pushing you. Right. You know, and... So you flourish instead of just, like, breaking or something like that. Yeah. Right? I mean, it was like... Um, it's nice balance of being pushed and encouraged. It's just really gentle, just kind of casually, you know, say something. And I really wanted and enjoyed having somebody make me step up to my very best. That's cool. And it I've got a, to carry that with me. It was a comfortable environment, too. Is you know, mm-hmm. We got in there and settled in and, it, you know, just kind of jammed and played almost all day before we even started really kind of tracking. Right. So it was all kind of used to. How everything sounded and what was going on, so that that helped out a lot. Is it uh, gravity pushing? Before going in the studio, I always played the intro with a Wurlitzer patch, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, Jimmy says, "This this is Muscle Shoals. We're not going to use any yeah. <laughs> simulated. <laughs> what time? Don't was do that. that. <laughs> it was real late at night. He sent the in, or he sent one of the interns yeah. over to um, Muscle Shoals Sound." Yeah. Oh get, yeah, to get a whirly, yeah. and uh, Dan and I we got it, and I remember it it, it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> so Dan and took I, it apart. We took it apart. Oh yeah, <laughs> and we were spraying it with stuff. And Dan and I was trying to figure out what was going on, and I was you know I was thinking, man, this yeah. thing, uh, no telling who's played on this thing. Right. We're, we're, yeah. We're taking yeah. this thing apart, yeah. trying to work on it. You know. As it turned out, uh, I was able to play. He has a uh, beautiful Yamaha Grand. Uh-huh. In the back room there. And uh, so we got to do Gravity's Push, and I got to play that Yamaha Grand. It was just it, it really inspiring. Track. Yeah, yeah, that's a big jump. Yeah. It did. Yeah. It changed the... It gives it that cinematic quality. Yes, it did. <laughs> and I use that word because people frequently tell yeah. me, this song sounds like it should be in a movie. Yeah. I can tell that <laughs> a lot. For Somebody you, please put it in a movie. Any <laughs> <laughs> supervisors out there, please uh, get in touch with us at thedozensband.com. We'll happily... Give you the master to use on your next film. All the big networks, or even, just or even something up. on like AMC, man. We'll take that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that seems like the new yeah. like gold standard for some people. Yeah, man. for real. They're doing AMC. good. Yeah. Independent films. Where have you got? We've got music for you. Yeah. Yeah. Hallmark Channel. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Any of those movies with like Hallmark. five sequels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and we, can, we can write every variation of any song. Yeah. <laughs> Underwater documentaries, whatever. Yeah, underwater. <laughs> fish, but tropical fish. This this REP is recorded muscle shells, mm-hmm. and and when I tell people or we repeat that story about the, we went through, it was two maybe three Wurlitzers before we finally oh, yeah. gave up. Oh, oh no! And yeah, I always tell one people one out of two. Yeah, yeah. I was playing it. The only place on the planet where you can call at six o'clock on a Saturday <laughs> night. And get a Wurlitzer piano delivered. <laughs> An EP yeah, yeah. yeah. Is in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. Right, yep. And it's, it's you know, I'm carrying it can't, in. You, like... you can't do that in LA. Can't do it in New York. Nope. Yeah. Can't do it in Miami. Muscle Shoals is the only place you can do that. That's a good spot for y'all's sound, too. I mean, it's the okay. the heart of the Southern sound. And, and, and we, you know, we all, and this is going back before the documentary that exploded, you know, the past few years. Mm-hmm. Have all of you know all the, the music that came out of there the stable singers, uh, you know Etta James all the you know, you know all that all that classic mm-hmm. timeless music that came out of there was a huge inspiration for this band. So Very cool. We were, we were honored to record there. Yeah, I, I moved down here from Ohio about uh, ten years ago, and uh, 
some of my friends from back in Ohio and asked me, you know, how do you like it down there? And I said, well, I'm a Hammond player and I'm right, you know, within a couple hours driving to Muscle Shoals, man. It's, it can't, <laughs> can't get any better than that. The it's music down here for a Hammond player, this is... Right. Yeah, you guys like Spooner Odom. Who yeah. was, you know, oh, Spooner yeah, is, yeah. is the legend in the Shoals when it comes to yeah. keys and... Well, I'm glad we we pulled you down here. <laughs> We're just yeah. like, yes, come to the south. We'll give you gigs. <laughs> this tells you how hard it is to find Hammond players. He's right. from Ohio, and we know another yeah. one that's from England. <laughs> so they're, well, they're really hard yeah, to it's come crazy by. how like how far out that sound reaches though, because there's like all people, all these people in the UK, they're just like, oh, but, that southern out to sound. Messenger, our buddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, and, Hammond players is what's funny. It's like Harley riders, you know. You meet another Hammond player, and they're your buddy. They're, they're right. your brother, you know. And like, you know, we mentioned you. I know, you know, one time I, I remember he needed a tube, and I said, I've got one. You know, I, uh-huh. a certain tube, you know, and I had the exact tube, and I brought it to him. You know? And believe so. it or not, Hugh's Hammond playing is British. You can tell he's British by listening. <laughs> he plays it Britishly. Yes. And, and he was in the, we're in Huntsville, Alabama, taking this down. He was local to us here in the area. Uh, every, uh, every, every musician knows he's around away. here. He's, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's five points, man. He's just right, just right okay, away. yeah, yeah. Yep. He was a local legend. Yeah. <laughs> well, very cool. Well, people can get this uh, CD from the dozens on Amazon, iTunes, all that stuff, Google Play, all those places. And Everywhere. you're on, you said you're on all the the social media, so I'm gonna believe you. I don't know. There's probably some wacky ones out there. Like, well, give us maybe time. not all, but of definitely it. on Facebook, definitely Facebook, on Twitter. Twitter. The dozens band is that usually farmers the only. <laughs> farmers <laughs> only, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all of you in one profile. Yeah. Just be like, there's a lot of us. So I just, uh, I, don't, saying. I don't have to be lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the square. Square dance is not working. Go to farmers only. Yeah, tonight's episode sponsored by farmers only. dot com or whatever it is i don't know but thanks again for coming in guys thanks for recording thanks for having us and uh keep making great music in the south because hey it's the place to be we got good food man they can't make grits past tennessee so (laughs) it's cold up there don't go up there (laughs) but check them out on facebook and uh you can get their album right now but you can also see them at the nick in birmingham that'll be december 11th that's a Friday night, I do believe. Are y'all y'all are headlining? Are you have some people backing yeah, you up, or do you know uh, yet? Matt, uh, Matt Willis and Taylor Hunnicutt are opening the show. They're they're Birmingham people. Mm-hmm. They're, everybody knows them down there. They're great. And a uh, second man will be Dallas Dorsey and the Rails. Uh, we've known Dallas several years. He's a great guitar player. They're from Opelika. Uh, they're kind of the the country version of us, I think. And then us. Very cool. And us. We'll see you guys there. Definitely, it's, it's going to be a great night of music. Be ham, and you guys are just uh, just off of like a little mini break, right? So you're getting back to it. Yeah, yeah. getting back in the swing of things. Yeah, baby break. Yeah. Baby break. Yeah. So it wasn't a break it, for two of you guys. It was not a break. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, when we put the band together, Shelly was pregnant with her first child, and so I'm calling these guys like, "We're gonna play gigs," but she's pregnant right now. And at any moment, they, they all stuck. Somehow, they all stuck with me, and. And I did it and got pregnant again, but we're all still here. Yeah, that's dedication through the their family too, right? This this band's had a wedding and three or four babies, I think, in four or five years. (laughs) It wasn't much much a break for everybody else, though. I mean, 
Dan and, and Brent and, I, and Chip and I yeah. uh-huh. had been playing ever since. So very cool. Are we there any local bands. local haunts you guys you know, play around at that people might see you even oh, yeah. even on your own or solo gigs or anything? I would play a lot at the French Factory and the Long Very Dues. cool. Yeah. Uh, and in Birmingham, just several places. So. All right. Well, guys, check them out. Uh, thanks again for listening to Spice Radio. You can find us at spice-radio.com. Our podcasts on the iTunes and all that fun stuff. I want to thank uh, Zachary Patrick, our volunteer for this evening, doing pulling levers and uh, moving stuff, and Cassidy Lamb for doing some photography for us, and Dan Bullard doing uh, the the all amazing mix downs that are, will be heard for your listening pleasure. Thanks again, and have a good night. And we'll finish tonight up with a track off the Dozens album. This will be Gravity's Pushing.
been a production of Spice Radio from Huntsville, Alabama. You guys know what you want, and you don't have to do too much to get it. Get with us at spice-radio.com. If you have a podcast, you make music or art, or you have an event that you want to promote in the Tennessee Valley, you can find us at www.facebook.com slash spiceradiohuntsville or on Twitter at spiceradiohsv. And again, our website, spice-radio.com.